You win, you get paid. Have you ever had to travel out of the country only to find out at the last minute that the IRS has suspended your passport? Let the Green Law Firm deal with the IRS to restore your passport. It's this type of IRS interference and many others that David Green and his staff know how to properly approach and resolve on your behalf. Call the law firm that gives you peace of mind. Call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or online at greenlaw.legal. service and maintenance on your home's heating and air conditioning or you need a new unit i recommend the independent american standard heating and air conditioning dealer at upstate service solutions they take care of us here at the radio station and also at my home their consistent five-star ratings are proof that they'll do the same for you as well american standard heating and air conditioning and upstate service solutions call 423-3606 423-3606 Truck savings continue at George Coleman Ford, where trucks cost less than travelers rest. Listen to this. A 2019 F-150 XLT with two-tone paint and navigation system. MSRP is $50,435. George Coleman Ford has it at $15,000 off for just $35,435. That's savings, people. Never any hidden fees. Just top-rated customer satisfaction for nearly 90 years. George Coleman Ford. Must finance with Ford Motor Credit. Offer good through 1-2-2020. It's time for the Mark Childress Show on 105.5 The Roar. Sports from a different angle with national guests and exclusive player and coach interviews. And now, Mark Childress. Welcome in to the Mark Childress Show. Thank you very much for joining me this evening. We're going to get right to the college football playoff rankings as they are announced. Alex Wisnant is back at Mission Control in Clemson. Alex, you have permission to interrupt me at any moment when the top 25 college football playoff rankings start rolling out. Should be here any second now. Do we expect the Clemson Tigers to remain at number three? I think so, probably. I don't expect a lot of shakeups in the top six. But last week, I expected a bunch of shakeups and nothing changed. So who knows what the committee is going to do this week. Thank you all uh, for joining me. If you're listening in your car, you're listening on your app or at Roar.radio, we are over on the Roar's Facebook page as well. You're welcome to join us over there. Participate with the show that way. We simulcast this show out of the Pronk Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. So you can hear it on the audio side, on the radio, and you can also see it on the video side. And also, show number 33 for the Mark Childress Show here in 2019. I'm really excited about that. Hey, uh, 7 today. Mike Vaughn will be on with his high school football report at Mike V from SC on Twitter. Joseph Talbert from at Clemson Pros on Twitter will join us at 8.03 with a rundown of how Clemson players are performing in the NFL and there's too many players to keep track of. Every week somebody new pops up and Joseph will be uh, keeping us up to date on that. If you want to jump in, talk with me. Instant reaction to the college football playoff rankings. You can jump in 864-654-7627. That's 654-ROAR. So Alex Wisnett back in Clemson and Mission Control. As soon as these rankings start rolling out, we will roll them out to you real time today. So are we expecting LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia in the top four? I don't think we're going to see any changes this week. But again, last week I was completely wrong. Mark? I, yes. 25 through 20, so... 25 is App State, 24 is Virginia Tech, 23 is Iowa State, 22 is USC, and 21 is Oklahoma State. 
There we go. Virginia Tech, another ACC team making it in the top 25. That could be a boost for Clemson in the ACC championship game in a couple of weeks. Provided uh, Virginia Tech can take care of business in the uh, the battle with Virginia coming up this weekend. So that's a nice boost potentially for Clemson and a little bit of shifting around. Also, Southern Cal is a team to keep your eye on. They were 23 last week, moving up to 22 right there. Mark, we have the, a, a 20 through 16 now. All right. Boise State at 20. Cincinnati at 19. Memphis at 18. Iowa at 17 and Notre Dame at 16. So I don't believe there's any change in those rankings at all. If I'm not no, mistaken. the exact same 20 through 16 as last week. And I was saying USC is the only team to beat Utah this year. So if USC can continue to go up the rankings and their season is over, right? So they moved from 23 up to 22. Um, their season is over, so they're not going to go down more than likely and uh, could benefit from some teams above them losing this week, maybe even make it into the top 20. That makes that one loss that Utah has look a little bit better. So again, 23-16 he just ran down. Boise State 20, Cincinnati 19, Memphis 18, Iowa 17, and Notre Dame 16. That's the exact same five as last week. Yep, some more rankings, Mark. Uh, 15 through 11 have come out. So Auburn stays at 15. Oregon drops down 8 spots to 14. Michigan's at 13. Wisconsin's at 12. and And Florida is locked in at 11. Interesting. I wonder if the Baylor Bears have moved up into the top 10. 10 is Penn State. They've dropped down 2. Okay. Again, Alex is uh, rolling these out to us, folks, real time as they're uh, being shared on ESPN. We're getting them to you on the radio here legitimately as they're being rolled out. Waiting on nine. Yep. Penn State down to 10 is interesting. So maybe some shifts this week. And obviously, Oregon plummeting all the way down to 14 this week. Kind of a surprise. Obviously a tough loss for them this past weekend, but did not expect them to be penalized that much. And Mark, you're wondering about Baylor. Baylor checks in at nine, so they jump up five spots. Interesting. Ah, man, we're getting close to the end of the season. This stuff's getting exciting now. So Baylor uh, leaps up. What were they last week for 14? Go five spots up to number nine right ahead of Penn State. So Baylor, I guess, will be the, the lowest-ranked one-loss team uh, remaining in the top ten here. I guess wins against Texas still matter. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Texas with five losses now. You know, that's one of the wins that uh, everybody keeps talking about, a great top ten win for LSU that came in the uh, opening couple of weeks of the season against Texas. Texas is now six and five. So they were ranked top ten early in the season, but clearly they are not a top ten team and should have never been ranked up there when everything was starting. I agree. Uh, Minnesota has jumped up two spots to number eight, so they've replaced Penn State as the Big Ten team at eight. All right. So, again, we're still counting down the top 10, uh, actually the whole top 25, but we're focused on the top 10, mainly the top six in the college football playoff rankings. 10 is Penn State. Baylor up five spots to number nine. Minnesota up a couple of spots as well to, uh, to number eight. Penn State dropping two spots down to number 10. So are we going to see any changes in the top four? I don't think so this week. If Ohio State is going to jump LSU, this would probably be the week where they would do it. I could see them potentially doing it next week as well. And that number one seed, I think, is very important. Nobody's going to want to play the Clemson Tigers in that opening round of the playoffs. I think Clemson's kind of locked in at three right now unless either uh, Ohio State or LSU loses a game. I don't foresee Clemson jumping either one of those two teams. And also, I'm guessing Georgia and Alabama stay at four and five. But are they going to move Utah up? Uh, 
uh, as they continue to position now. Utah really the only team left now in the Pac-12 that couldn't make the playoffs after Oregon losing this past week and that uh, to Arizona State. Man, a game they never should have dropped. Yep. Never should have dropped. Uh, Mark, Utah will move up because Oklahoma checks in at 7. Oklahoma up to number 7. Okay. Which is interesting because the win against, uh, I believe it was TCU, was kind of shaky. Like, it wasn't overwhelmingly convincing. So it's interesting they moved up two spots. Yep. So Oklahoma at 7, Minnesota at 8, Baylor at 9, Penn State at 10, Oregon plummeting out of the top 10. And things are starting to come into alignment, right? I mean, we've had all kinds of things moved around and a lot of strange, uh, a lot of strange things uh, that we've seen along the way as well. But it looks like they're finally getting those uh, undefeated teams at the very top and now just stacking in the one-loss teams. Who's going to be the best one-loss team? That's going to be the interesting uh, thing to figure out. Hey, they're going slower this week, right, Alex? Man, we couldn't even get the, the rankings out. They came out so uh, fast this week. So on the TV side, they are taking their time getting us the college football playoff rankings. And again, if you're in your car, we're over on the Facebook side. You can go to the Roar's Facebook page as well if you want to hang out with us over there. Thanks to everybody who is uh, in there. I see you, Kevron Harris. People leaving comments already on the Facebook side. Thank you guys so much. As we continue to see what are the college football playoff rankings going to look this week, look like this week, and then most importantly, where are the Clemson Tigers going to be? Are they going to remain at number three? I don't see anyone jumping them this week. Is there a scenario where they could move past LSU or Ohio State? Again, I don't think so. I think Clemson settled in at that three spot for the remainder of the season if LSU and Ohio State can continue and remain undefeated. And if you're just joining us, Virginia Tech did jump into the top 25 this week. So another ACC team finally ranked in the college football playoff rankings. That would give Clemson the opportunity, provided Virginia Tech can take care of Virginia this weekend. Virginia Tech would probably be close to the top 20 at that point and uh, give these Tigers a chance to get that elusive top 25 win that everybody keeps hating on them for their schedule. Mark, we we do have a change at the top. Uh, All right. Ohio State and LSU have switched spots. So Ohio State at one and LSU at two, both at 11 and 0. Again, kind of not a not a surprise. We I, I expected this change last week. We talked about it here on the show, Alex. You and I, as it was rolling out, Ohio State fresh off that big win over Penn State this past weekend. LSU looked fantastic again, but that defense gave up uh, a bunch of points to a team that was not very good again this past week. So Ohio State, the new number one team, and LSU down to two. Here we go. Here we go. And Clemson stays at three. Not surprising in, in the slightest. Nope. Mostly because they didn't play, so that kind of makes sense. Well, you know, Clemson did go down in the AP rankings that one week where they had a bye week, so at least they weren't penalized the yeah, same way this week, that, right? That's true. That's true. That first bye week in terms of the AP poll was a killer. And Georgia stays at four. Okay. So it'll be interesting. We'll see five and six. I'm going to guess it's Alabama at five and Utah at six. Cause, well, cause will they flip-flop move. them? It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alabama, of course, uh, new quarterback this past week. They play Western Carolina. Utah goes down to the state of Arizona, takes care of business. They look great again. I mean, here Walt Eptula on the show before this on Road Rage. He is in love with Utah. He thinks they are one of the top four teams in the country. Fantastic coach. Great offense. He considers the best defensive line in the country. I still think they are uh, lasered in on that four spot over Alabama when it comes down to it. And Alabama, Alabama stays at five, and Utah at six. 
All right. So let's, uh, first of all, Alex, you did a wonderful job, again, uh, running us down. So the, uh, the big news, I guess the big story for the college football playoff rankings this week, Ohio State moves to number one over LSU. The LSU Tigers dropped to number two. Clemson is at number three. Georgia at four. Alabama at five. Utah at six. Then we've got some shakeup in the next few positions. You've got Oklahoma coming in at seven, Minnesota coming in at eight, Baylor making a big jump up to number nine, and then Penn State at number 10. So really, you know, Alex, I look at this and I say top nine at this point. You know, Penn State has a couple of losses now. They are not going to go to the college football playoffs unless absolute chaos reigns above them. So you're really down to nine teams for four spots as, uh, as we head into the next couple of weeks. You've got, uh, of course, Alabama will be playing. Uh, Auburn this weekend. Uh, Clemson will be taking on South Carolina. Ohio State, Minnesota is the big matchup. Minnesota, uh, or Ohio State, Minnesota could be the big matchup uh, in a couple of weeks in the conference uh, championship game. And uh, Oklahoma and Baylor could be a great matchup in the championship game. So a lot of these teams continue to play one another in the top nine. All right, if you want to jump in, 864-654-7627. Had a ton of callers last week. You guys feel free to call. Did the committee get it right this week? I think they did. I think Ohio State should be the number one team in the country. Well, you know what? I kind of think they did. I would put Clemson at number two. Now, that's going to be based on eye test and not resume. But Clemson coming in at number three, LSU number two. Did the committee get it right with Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia? Those would be two very interesting matchups in the college football playoffs. Ohio State taking on Georgia. You've got one of the best offenses in the country versus Georgia's really tough defense. And then LSU and Clemson would be battling it out in the other semifinal. Uh, that would be a war right there. And uh, it's interesting. I wonder who the Clemson Tigers want when they're looking at the top four. And really, for them, because I think they're slotted in at number three, they're looking at the top two. Do you think, Alex, I'll ask you, do you think Clemson would pr- rather play Ohio State or LSU, and why? Oh, I think they would much rather play LSU. Um, uh, potentially, well, really because uh, Ohio State, much like Clemson, is a is very much a complete team. And LSU, as we've seen time and again, uh, their defense is not what it usually is in years past. Um, and I think in a semifinal, when, you're go- when, when the complete team is going up against a team that is dominant on only one side of the ball, more often than not, the complete team usually wins. So I think Clemson, uh, I think I think Tigers want to see want to see more Tigers. If I, it's for my money, yeah, Tigers, Tigers. I would agree with you. Although um, Ohio State this weekend, they got a surprising amount of their offensive yardage and firepower from what I would consider busted plays. Right, third downs where. The rush breaks contain, and Justin Fields just gets out and runs wild. I mean, he was picking up third down after third down, and they weren't even designed plays, I felt like, a lot of times, where you would just get away from the pocket and then find a way to pick up those yards. I would be very interested to see a Clemson matchup with Ohio State because you know you'd have Isaiah Simmons in that spy role, right, with Justin Fields. You talk about two of the best players in the country going head-to-head. Could Isaiah Simmons contain Justin Fields? Because if you can keep Justin Fields in the pocket— you're going to beat Ohio State, hands down. Their best offensive weapon is Justin Fields out in the open field. If you can find a way to contain him in some capacity, I think you'd uh, you know be find a way to be able to beat Ohio State. And Ohio State, of course, taking on Michigan this weekend. That's going to be an interesting game as well. So this is what it's all about right here, man. Just a couple of weeks left, obviously one in the regular season, then the conference championship games. We've literally whittled the field to nine teams at this point. 
There are legitimately, unless all kinds of chaos breaks loose, there are nine teams that have the opportunity to make the college football playoff at this point. And again, Ohio State, the new number one, LSU number two, Clemson three, Georgia four, Alabama, Utah, Oklahoma, Minnesota, and Baylor rounding out your top nine. I'm not going to include the two lost teams behind them with uh, Penn State and Wisconsin and Florida, uh, Michigan. None of those teams are going to the college football playoffs, again, unless we get five or six upsets above them that I do not think is going to happen. Again, phone lines are open if you guys want to jump in, 654-7627. This is the Mark Childress Show. If you're listening in your car, listening on the Roars app, you're welcome to jump over and join us on the Facebook side. We are on the Roars Facebook page. We stream this show live from the Prong Studios in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. We're hanging out there. Morgan Thomas jumping in on Facebook, Ohio State number one. Let me tell you why Ohio State and LSU change spots. They won't have Alabama playing LSU again in the semifinals that from Cynthia Scarborough Gilstrap an interesting uh, an interesting comment there and I've been thinking the same thing as well you couldn't leave LSU as one although LSU could move back up right Ohio State is going to be playing two of the top nine teams in the country or the top 15 teams in the country the next two weeks with Michigan and then either Minnesota or Wisconsin those are not easy wins Those are the toughest games I feel like that Ohio State's had all season. But assuming Ohio State stays at number one, you're right. They're not going to have LSU match up with Alabama uh, if Alabama were to squeak into that spot. I still think, Alex, I'll ask you this as well. Utah wins out. Alabama wins the Iron Bowl this weekend. Everything remains above them chalk, right? Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson all win the rest of their games. Is Bama getting in or is Utah getting in? I would like to think that the committee would would use some sanity and put a Pac-12 champion Utah Uh in, frankly, because I think Utah would be an incredibly compelling team to watch in a college football playoff. You know, a lot of people, because they're on the West Coast, because of the Pac-12, because those games start at, you know, 1030 at night, not a lot of people get to see, you know, Pac-12 teams play. But this Utah team is really, really fun and really, uh, really compelling to watch, Um, particularly on the the defensive side of the ball. uh, I think they're, you know, they're... They're an incredibly fun team to watch, and I think it would be really fun to see them go up against the quote-unquote big boys uh, in the rest of the country. Pac-12 has been left out, you know, what, three of the four or four of the five years of the playoffs, if I got that right, or at least three of the five years, they have not been in the college football playoffs. I think if you had a team like Utah run the table and you put an Alabama team that didn't even win their division in over them. And again, this is different than two years ago where Alabama was getting in over a two-loss conference champion. I think if Utah is a one-loss conference champ, especially if they win convincingly this weekend and then take care of business against Oregon uh, in the the champ game in a couple of weeks, I think Utah is going to get into that number four spot and, and have a chance to prove whether or not... Uh, you know, the Pac-12 is is capable of getting it, getting into that tournament and then uh, doing well. So it'll be interesting to watch. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a break. Come back. The college football playoff talk will continue. If you want to get in, 654-7627. Jump in and uh, hang out with us, man. You're listening to The Mark Childress Show. Trying to recognize myself when I feel I've been replaced When I'm hurting from myself Getting closer to the stars I'm being beat by the dark 
thousands of real estate agents in the upstate, it can be overwhelming to choose someone that's trustworthy, knowledgeable, and honest. No need to look further. Realtor Rivers Whitmire is here to go to work for you. A devoted Clemson fan with close ties to the upstate, Rivers is here to make the most of your time and money to get you exactly what you want or need. Give him a call today for a free in-home market analysis, no strings attached. Rivers is here to go to work for you. Call today, 864-752-5545. Anna here from Buddy's Auto in Pendleton. Our family has served the Clemson area for 40 years and built our business on trust and loyalty. We offer sales and repairs of all Asian and domestic cars. Our services include oil changes, engine and transmission replacements, expert brake service, diagnostics, and more. All repairs are backed by a 24-month, 24,000-mile parts and labor warranty. Fix your old car or buy a new one at Buddy's Auto. 864-646-3513 and online at buddiesautoinc.com. Upstate Hemp and Easley is your new one-stop shop for all things CBD. Owners Stan and Kara served a combined 41 years in the United States Air Force. They take pride in outstanding customer service and hemp education. Upstate Hemp carries only the best CBD products. Made in the USA, family and pet friendly, they're here to do things differently. Enjoy the boutique style atmosphere and personalized service to find the right products at an affordable price to help with anxiety, insomnia, and inflammation. 225 South Pendleton Street, downtown Easley. You don't need an umbrella until it's raining. Kind of like you don't need insurance until you wish you had it. Emergencies happen, life happens, and it's good to know you're covered for exactly what you need. Mark Miesbauer and Josh Crumley, local health markets insurance agents, are here to make sure you're covered and for the lowest price. The call and the services are completely free. $0 premium plans available. Open enrollment ends December 15th, so be sure to call today, 864-214-2375. S.H. Carter Development is a licensed, full-service demolition contractor here to serve the upstate. With 50 years of experience in residential, industrial, and commercial building demolition, their staff meets deadlines while maintaining strict safety requirements. Before you start your demolition project, contact S.H. Carter for a free project estimate. Their staff will guide you through pre-project planning and scheduling, site preparation, dismantling, and asset recovery. Visit shcarterinc.com or call 864-295-3943. Are you craving a juicy steak cooked just the way you want it? The Blue Heron in Clemson offers only the best selection of meats, sushi, sides, house-made pizza, drinks, and desserts. Join them for happy hours seven days a week at the downstairs bar, open until midnight. Catch the game on big screen TVs with your friends. 405 College Avenue in Clemson. Call 864-653-3354 for reservations. Visit blueheronfood.com for full menu and more information. That's blueheronfood.com. Truck savings continue at George Coleman Ford, where trucks cost less and travelers rest. Listen to this. A 2019 F-150 XL with 20-inch wheels and Sync 3 system. MSRP is $44,035. George Coleman Ford has it at just $31,950. That's savings, people. Never any hidden fees. Just top-rated customer satisfaction for nearly 90 years. George Coleman Ford. Must finance with Ford Motor Credit. Offer good through 1-2-2020. Hi, this is Gary, the mortgage expert. Do you know my FHA 30-year mortgage is 3.25%? Here at Rate Saver Mortgage, we have rates that destroy the big banks. 
If you're buying a home or refinancing, call 979-1111, 979-1111, or go to GaryTheMortgageExpert.com. APR equal 4.7%, based on $250,000 loan and 680 credit score. Subject to approval, rates subject to change. Gary MLS number 107429, Race Saver Mortgage MLS number 1847969. Equal housing lender. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. to the Mark Childress Show. College football playoff rankings are out. If you're just getting in your car, just joining us now, uh, we got to change to the top. The Ohio State Buckeyes are the new number one team, according to the College Football Playoff Committee, followed by LSU at two. If you're listening to this show, you're probably a fan of the number three team, the Clemson Tigers. They remain at number three. Georgia four, Alabama five, Utah six. A little shakeup in the next three. You've got uh, Oklahoma coming in at seven, Minnesota at eight, and Baylor at number nine. Phone lines are open. If you want to jump in, get in here with us, 654-7627. What's your real-time reaction? Do you think the committee got it right? Ohio State as the new number one team in the country. Baylor jumping up into the top nine. I think they can get now into the playoffs from that number nine spot. Um, I think the committee got it pretty darn close to being right. I think I would have Utah in there already as the number four team. But uh, if you had it in there, right, it takes away a lot of the uh, the drama, if you will, and uh, the ability for you know one of the SEC teams to surpass them. I don't think they're going to be able to do that uh, unless Georgia were to take down LSU. So I think they've got it right. Hey, uh, let me tell you about a new sponsor here on the Mark Childress Show. It's an honor to have these guys on board, our friends at George Coleman Ford. George Coleman Ford has been in business almost 90 years, since 1930. They're fourth generation now. As uh, Greg's son, Jake, is now a part of the business, four generations of Coleman's have run that business. They never have any added or hidden fees when you buy from them. They make it very easy. The price is your price. They're not going to play any games with you. They're a multiple Ford President's Cup winner, regularly top-rated customer service. Go on Google. Go on Yelp. Look at their reviews. Tons of five-star reviews. Customers like them and keep coming back. It's not at all unusual for customers to come from several hours away to purchase a vehicle from George Coleman Ford. They even have people that come from several hours away to get their car worked on because that's how much uh, they enjoy the experience over there. Almost all the staff, sales, service parts, they've been with the Coleman family for years. Again, cars cost less and travelers rest. George Coleman Ford, a new sponsor of the Mark Childress Show. Honored to have them on board. Alex, you and I were chatting a little bit during the break. You said you had some uh, statistics about the LSU defense. I've got one as well. Let's see if we've got some of the same stuff here. Because LSU's defense, it could be historic if they even make the playoffs with this bad of a defense. Yeah, so I saw this tweet. Uh, this tweet is from Mark Ryan. I saw it uh, over the weekend, and I thought it might be interesting to bring up. Uh, so Mark says a complete list of games allowing at least 20 points this season. So LSU has seven. They've given up 38 to Vanderbilt. Wow, 38 to Vanderbilt. Uh, given up 37 to Ole Miss, 20 to Arkansas, 38 to Texas, 20 to Auburn, 28 to Florida, and, of course, 41 to Alabama. You know how many, you know how many games uh, Clemson has given up 20 points to its opponent? Yeah, and North Carolina scored well, 20. That's yeah, it, right? Yeah, one. That's it. That's the list. North Carolina. Unbelievable. 
yeah, that shows how big the defenses are. Uh, here's what I've got. This is from at CFB Kings on Twitter. Is LSU's defense a problem? The last five national champions defensive rank, okay? Last year when Clemson won the title, they had the fifth-ranked defense in the country. In 2017, Alabama had the first-ranked defense. In 2016, Clemson had the eighth-ranked defense. 2015, Alabama, third-ranked defense. 2014, Ohio State, 19th-ranked defense. LSU's defense currently ranks 44th. So it would be historic for them to even get into the playoffs, better yet win the thing with that kind of defense. And, uh, you know, the old adage, defense wins championships, whether true or not, uh, it's definitely true in the college football playoffs. You've got to have a great defense if you want to be able to go all the way and get it done and get everything handled there. Hey, if you want to jump on board, 654-7627. Phone lines are open. We've got Mike Vaughn coming up at 750 with his high school football reports. And, of course, Joseph Talbert from uh, at Clemson Pros on Twitter will be catching us all up to date on the Clemson uh, players in the NFL. Doing great stuff every week. Shaq Lawson for the Buffalo Bills. Had a huge week this week. That's one of the things I'm going to ask him about. Hunter Renfro, of course, suffering a broken rib and punctured lung that he played with in the game, but is going to miss some time now. I can't imagine how painful that would be just walking around or trying to sleep at night. Better yet, playing in an NFL game. So we'll uh, we'll keep our eye on that as well. Um, pulled a couple of other things from Twitter earlier today. I, I think this is interesting. Um, here are the point spreads for potential playoff matchups for Clemson. Clemson's favored in almost every one of them. So if Clemson were to take on Alabama, they have Clemson as a six-and-a-half point favorite. And this is from uh, Bovada. They're, uh, they're one of the first to put out spreads on potential playoff matchups. Clemson versus Alabama, Tigers would be favored by six-and-a-half points, which sounds about right to me. Uh, if Clemson were to take on Georgia, Clemson would be favored by ten-and-a-half points. If Clemson were to take on LSU, and currently that's the matchup, with LSU dropping to two this week, Clemson uh, being at number three, Clemson-LSU would be the matchup as of today. Clemson would be favored by one point in that one. Clemson versus Oklahoma, Tigers would be favored by 13 and a half. Clemson versus Utah, 14 and a half. Clemson versus Ohio State, Ohio State Buckeyes would be a two and a half point favorite. All day long, give me the Tigers. With points. With points. Has Vegas not learned? <clears throat> They've been making Clemson uh, underdog in the college football playoffs almost every single game they've ever played in the college football playoffs. They've been underdogs. They've been wrong almost every single time. So I thought that was interesting to see, uh, to see some of those things there. So, hey, if you're, just, uh, if you're just jumping on board, a new number one team in the country, Ohio State won, LSU drops to two, Clemson Tigers three, Georgia four. Then you've got uh, Alabama, Utah, and then uh, Oklahoma right behind them. So uh, interesting breakdown of everything that's going on. Hey, if you're listening in your car, listening on the Roar app or online to the Roar, go over to the Roar's Facebook page. You can jump on with comments here. And we've gotten some, uh, some good ones. Andrea Meyer Carter jumps in. I hope that LSU and Clemson face off in the semifinals so Clemson doesn't risk playing them in the championship game. 
that, of course, is located in New Orleans this year. Talk about a home field advantage. That would be a huge, huge home field advantage if LSU could make it to the national championship game. So if the Tigers are going to have to match up with the LSU Tigers, you definitely want to do it away from home turf. Uh, Jim Kicklider, committee chair, would have to go into witness protection if the Pac-12 team did not get in and a one-loss Alabama team did. And then Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show also jumping in. If they leave out a one-loss Big 12 and Pac-12 team, watch the lawsuit start. And I'm kind of in agreement there as well. You know, the Big Ten has missed the college football playoffs a number of times in the past few years. The last time they made the college football playoffs, Ohio State, what, three years ago? Didn't even score a point. Michigan State the year before that didn't score a point. So the last college football playoffs, the Big Ten was shut out, shut out, missed it, missed it. Are you going to leave the Big 12 out? Are you going to leave the Pac-12 out? I think they've got to get everybody on board and, uh, and start getting that cleaned up a little bit because... You're missing out on big-time money. And the Pac-12's been missing it more than anybody else. So if Utah goes as a one-loss team this year and got jumped by Alabama, got jumped even by Oklahoma, that would be the interesting matchup. Let's say Alabama loses this weekend in the Iron Bowl, and I think they very well could. Who gets in between Utah and Oklahoma? Alex, I'll defer it back to you again. If you've got a one-loss Utah and a one-loss Oklahoma team battling for that fourth spot. Let's say Alabama's out of the mix. Who are you putting in? Man, dare I say that it comes down to which loss is the worst loss? Because, so Oklahoma, as people remember, lost on the road to a Kansas State team that's fine, but not anything special. And Utah's only loss as of right now is to a USC team that is somehow, someway, steadily improving with their third-string quarterback. And a coach that's probably not going to come back after this season. Um, so I think that's honestly what it comes down to. Um, they might defer to Oklahoma because that's a brand name and that's going to get ratings and that's going to bring revenue. That's my that's honestly my cynical take. Um, but I think from a pure football, what I would love to see on a field perspective, they they got they really they need to put Utah in. Just put Utah in. Yeah, you're pulling for them. I know Walt Deptula from uh, Road Rage is really pulling for Utah as well. they got to take care of business two more weeks. They're going to have to beat an Oregon team that's going to be upset now uh, after they really ended their playoff hopes. Plummeted, what, eight spots down the rankings uh, down to 14 this week as well. Also, uh, just as a point of note, because this is the one attack point, I guess, that you're hearing nationally now on the Clemson Tigers that might have a little bit of validity to it, which is Clemson hadn't played anybody. Now, again, the Tigers don't really have control over whether the teams they play are good or not. The ACC is historically poor this season. They've been playing very badly uh, across the board in the ACC. You schedule Texas A&M out of conference, a team that was ranked 12th in the country, by the way, when you beat them. But Texas A&M obviously now has a number of losses. You schedule South Carolina as your rivalry game. South Carolina down, way down this year. Look like they're heading to 4-8 uh, and eight this season. You can't really control it, but everybody's been saying, hey, Clemson hasn't even beaten a top 25 team. Well, Virginia Tech now breaking into the lower part of the top 25 of these rankings, and they're really playing great right now. Offense is starting to click. That Bud Foster defense, you know, Bud Foster's leaving at the end of this season from Virginia Tech. That Bud Foster defense, unbelievable the past couple of weeks. If they can take care of Virginia, they may very well be a top 20 ranked team coming into the ACC championship game at 9-3, and three, itching for an upset, right? Man, that team would love to send Bud Foster out 
with a shocking upset victory in the ACC championship game over the juggernaut from Clemson. So that'll be interesting to keep our eye on. And then Virginia, not ranked in the top 25. If they were able to pick off Virginia Tech, could they possibly end up in the top 25? So I think the Clemson Tigers at this point have a very good chance of playing a top 25 team in the ACC championship game. Does that matter at the end of the day? Is that going to have any impact on Clemson's ranking one way or the other? I don't think so. But at least at that point, they could say, we beat a Texas A&M team that was ranked number 12 when we played them. And we've beaten a Virginia Tech team or a Virginia team that's ranked in the top 25. I think there's a great chance of that happening for the Tigers. And at least you check one little tiny box on the one way I feel like there's some validity for the national media kind of poking at the Tigers. They haven't really beaten anybody. Now you could say you took down a ranked opponent at the very end if you wanted to be able to make it to uh, the college football playoffs and go from there. Tigers continue to play the way they're playing. They're going to be tough to beat. And I saw this stat uh, as well that I pulled out of Twitter uh, earlier today. Um, this from at M Victors. This is from a Michigan Twitter account. If Clemson wins by 30 or more points this weekend, they will tie Michigan football's seven-game streak of 30-plus point wins that happened way back in 1976. You don't see this many games strung together in a row where a college football team is beating an opponent this badly. By 30 or more points. And right now, the last spread I saw in the Clemson-South Carolina game, 26 points. The Tigers could win this one by 30. Seven consecutive games. 30 or more points. What else do the Tigers need to do or what else do they need to prove? Not a whole lot there. And then I uh, had pulled this earlier also. We talked about Texas A&M a little bit. And this changes now. If... LSU would have remained number one. Texas A&M would have played three number one teams this season. When Clemson played Texas A&M, the Tigers were ranked number one in the country. Then Alabama jumped them. When Alabama played Texas A&M, Alabama was the number one team in the country. And if LSU would have been number one this week, they would have played three number ones in one season. Unbelievable. So that does not come true. But still, Texas A&M, one of the toughest uh, schedules in the country. And I really thought Jimbo Fisher was going to get a scalp. I think they could have won that game against Georgia on Saturday. Some questionable referee calls down the stretch. Hurt them. If they could have done anything in the first half against that Georgia defense, they would have found a way to win that ball game. Things would have changed significantly. But can Texas A&M take down LSU this weekend? I don't think they've got enough offensive firepower to do it. You know LSU wants revenge from that 78 gazillion overtime game that happened at the end of last season, which really got some of the overtime rules changed. Ed Orgeron, after the game last year, started petitioning the SEC and the NCAA to say, hey guys, when you're getting into these fifth, sixth, seventh overtimes, it's a player safety issue. These players are completely worn out. And you could see it if you watched that game last year. And that's why college football has come in and pivoted now in that fifth overtime, all you have to do is run a two-point conversion play, and you go back and forth doing that instead of having to do the four downs uh, and first downs starting from the 25-yard line of the other team. So all kinds of ramifications still spilling out of that game. You know LSU wants revenge for that. See what they can happen there. All right. College football playoff talk will continue coming up. Also next segment, Mike Vaughn. At Mike V from SC is going to join us for his high school football report for the playoffs. Still some teams in upstate contention for state championships that will be settled down in Columbia in a couple of weeks. 
This is the Mark Childress Show. With S.H. Carter, commercial waste disposal is simple. Choose from their 13, 20, and 30-yard dumpster rentals for all your project needs. Whether you're a contractor, site developer, or weekend project warrior, S.H. Carter makes renting a dumpster easy and accessible with scheduled delivery and rental periods up to seven days. S.H. Carter, dumpster rentals, demolition services, recycling, and more. Visit shcarterinc.com or call for more information. 864-295-3943. Truck savings continue at George Coleman Ford where trucks cost less than travelers rest. Listen to this. A 2019 F-150 XLT with two-tone paint and navigation system. MSRP is $50,435. George Coleman Ford has it at $15,000 off. For just $35,435. That's savings, people. Never any hidden fees. Just top-rated customer satisfaction for nearly 90 years. George Coleman Ford. Must finance with Ford Motor Credit. Offer good through 1-2-2020. You work hard for your money, and Realtor Rivers Whitmire is here to work hard for you. He knows that buying or selling a home or property is a big decision that needs guidance, experience, and knowledge from an expert in the real estate field. Rivers is a local who has deep roots in the upstate and a proud Clemson fan. Whether you're ready to buy, sell, or just have real estate questions, call Rivers today at 864-752-5545 and check out his Facebook page at Rivers with My Realtor today. It's Dabo again. One of the fastest growing crimes these days is package theft. We're all ordering more online and a stack of boxes on your front porch can be quite the temptation. Priority One Security provides the protection you need with their video doorbell system. You can record any movement or answer the door from your smartphone no matter where you are. Priority One. Trust in us. See us on the web at PriorityOneSecurity.com. That's Priority, the number one, Security.com. 888-407-SAFE. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles. Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of our roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 2691232. The time has come for you to get your new South Carolina driver's license or ID. Visit scdmvonline.com to learn more about Real ID and what you need to buy your new license today. You may even be eligible to buy your new Real ID online and avoid an SCDMV branch altogether. Gather all required documents now and buy your Real ID with Gold Star at any SCDMV office in the state. Make sure your ID will get you on an airplane or into a federal building before it's too late. Visit scdmvonline.com and make the switch today. You know Joe's New York Pizza is all about the sauce because I've told you so. Here's the thing, people. They have outrageous wings as well. They're not fried, and if you're up to the task, you can even get them with Cajun Asian sauce. Their meatballs and marinara come with their famous garlic knots. And remember, if you have certain food allergies, Joe's offers gluten-free. Joe's has delivery, and they're great for fundraisers. And the Clemson location caters with two locations in Seneca and Clemson. Joe's New York Pizza. 
The Vault in downtown Greenville has the coolest retro fan apparel. Throwback gear from over 200 teams, NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, and over 100 NCAA teams. Local gear from the Greenville Drive and Swamp Rabbits, as well as defunct teams like the Greenville Braves. You'll find something you'll love at The Vault. Learn more at vaultretrosports.com and find us on Facebook and Instagram. Call 864-373-9163. The Vault, 213 North Main Street in downtown Greenville. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. to the Mark Childress Show. College football playoff rankings are out. If you're just getting in your car, just joining us on Facebook right now on the Roar's Facebook page, Ohio State, the new number one team in the country, according to the College Football Playoff Committee, followed by LSU at two, Clemson at three, Georgia at four. They've got Alabama, Utah, Oklahoma, Minnesota, and Baylor rounding out the uh, remainder of your uh, top nine there. And I'm going to cut it off at nine because those are all the zero loss and one loss teams that are power five that actually have a chance of making the college football playoffs. If you have two losses already, Penn State, Florida, Wisconsin, Michigan, on and down the line, you are not making the college football playoffs this year unless we truly have five or six upsets uh, between now and the end of the season. So we have whittled it down to nine. Now, with just two weeks remaining, one regular season uh, game, of course, coming up this Saturday, a couple of games Thursdays and Friday uh, as well, and then the college football uh, conference championship games uh, before that. Hey, before we go any further, want to thank very much our presenting sponsor for the Mark Childress Show. It's our friends at S.H. Carter. If you need a roll-off container rental, recycling services or demolition services for a construction project that you might be working on. Maybe you're doing something at your house, in your neighborhood, at a local park or a club you're involved with. Maybe there's something going on at your office. Check out our friends at S.H. Carter. Give them a call at 864-295-3943 or go to shcarterinc.com. And if you call them, Ask for my buddy Steve Carter. Steve, I know you're out there watching. Appreciate your support of the show, and uh, thanks very much for tuning in this evening. All right, uh, phone lines are open, 864-654-7627. If you want to jump in, do you like right now the way that the rankings are stacked up? Did they get it right with Ohio State number one, LSU number two? Be interesting to keep track of going forward. I've been uh, giving you guys some stats tonight uh, about the college football playoffs that I think are interesting. This one from uh, David Hale. He's a David Hale joint on Twitter. He covers uh, the ACC for ESPN. No playoff team has ever scored fewer than 346 points through 11 games. Okay, Michigan State did that in 2015. So through 11 games, no team has scored fewer than 346 points and made the playoffs. Georgia has only scored 343 this year. Clearly, they have an issue on the offensive side of the football. So it would be historic if they were to make the college football playoffs. It would be the worst offense by scoring that has ever made the college football playoffs if they can make it. Also, only one playoff team has allowed fewer than 125 points through 11 games before. That was an Alabama team from a couple of years ago. Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State have all allowed fewer than 125 points this year. Unbelievable. So you could have, historically, in the history of the college football playoffs, the five years, 
three of the best statistical defenses to ever make the college football playoffs, if you're basing that on scoring alone. So some history to watch. If Georgia could get in, worst statistical points-per-game offense to ever make the college football playoffs. And if Clemson, Georgia, and Ohio State continue playing great defense uh, for the next two weeks, it could be the three best statistical from a points-per-game approach teams to make the college football playoffs. So I thought that was some interesting stuff there. Good stuff all around on all of this. So, again, if you want to jump in, 654-7627. Taking your calls this evening on the new college football playoff rankings. How's it all stacking up? Do you think the committee got it right with Ohio State 1, LSU 2, Clemson 3? Hey, let's go to the phones right now, and uh, we'll grab Roger and Anderson. Roger, what are your thoughts, man? College football playoffs. Yeah, hey, good evening. Uh, Well... No, the committee didn't get it right, but they haven't got it right yet. When I, whenever I see Georgia at four <laughs> and Alabama at five, they can't possibly get it right. But and the Alabama at five thing really has bothered me. They continue to get respect for beating nobody, for having no significant wins, and for losing at home. Um, and I'm not even sure how great LSU is. But to me, it's the further away that loss gets, I think it's going to look worse and worse as time goes on, especially the fact that it was at home. And um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another thing that doesn't want to play uh, Ohio State. Clemson definitely could deal with Ohio State. I, I think Clemson could beat Ohio State five. I'd, I'd, I'd say a touchdown. Okay. 28-21, something like that. Yeah, I, I don't think they would. I think their Clemson is more balanced than Ohio State. But I watched Ohio State. I watched a lot of Big Ten. Um, and I watched them play last week against Penn State. They let off the gas, but Penn State also put some points up. And I tell you another thing that don't want to play Ohio State, and that's mis- um, that Ohio State doesn't want to play, and that's in, this weekend in the big house. Yes, Michigan, we are going to beat Ohio State, and that will certainly spin the, the, the chaos carousel round and round because after we do that, the committee is just going to look at each other and go, what do we do now? Minnesota is alive. Uh, certainly Oklahoma, Baylor will have a better chance of, of breaking into the top five. And as much as I hate to say it, if we, Michigan, beat Ohio State, that gives Alabama a stronger hand. But I really don't care because I'm going to love it. Love the call, Roger and Anderson. And, uh, again, a Michigan fan. Imagine uh, hating on Ohio State a little bit. I would love to see the Ohio State matchup. I said this earlier in the show. They get so much of their offense from the legs of their quarterback, Justin Fields, breaking, contain, getting out of the pocket, and making things happen. you got to think Clemson would put Isaiah Simmons, who I could argue is the best defender in college football. If not, he's number two right behind Chase Young. Can you imagine Isaiah Simmons shadowing and spying Justin Fields for an entire football game? That alone would be worth the price of admission. And I think Isaiah Simmons would come out and be able to shut Justin down enough to help the Tigers uh, win that thing, at least on the defensive side of the football. All right, hey, time now for the High School Football Report at Mike V from SC on Twitter. It's Mr. Mike Vaughn. Mike, some great playoff action last week, some unbelievably high-scoring games, and we've got some teams advancing in the upstate. Mark, it's great to be back on the Mark Children's Show. I've got my throat cleared out tonight, so I think I'm going to be able to make it without a break. Do it, man. Knock it out. What's on your mind? The, the game of the week, as we look at upper state 
playoff football in South Carolina has to be the Dorman Cavaliers traveling to face the Blue Eagles in Clover. What a ball game. It comes down to the last two minutes. Senior quarterback Hayden Lee has his team down by a touchdown, but drives down and connects with the sophomore wide receiver, Kendall Norman, to tie it up. It's less than two minutes. The Cavaliers get the ball back, get it down to, uh, I think, within the red zone there. And junior kicker Omar Khan, with 15 seconds left, puts it through the upright to seal the deal, 45-42. to And Dorman advances, protecting their unbeaten streak. But it's going to be interesting in Spartanburg, South Carolina, this Friday, Mark, as Gaffney comes to town. Coach Dan Jones and the Indians, they're 10-3 and right now. And let's take a look at how they got here. Those three losses early in the season, the third game to Mallard Creek, an out-of-state, out-of-region game. But their other two losses were to Burns, 57-30, to who they ended up beating in a big upset last week, 34-20. to I think that surprised a lot of folks, especially the folks from the Rebel Nation were a little bit surprised that Gaffney brought the heat 34 to 20. Their second region loss was to these same Dorman Cavaliers 34 to 10. So for Gaffney to advance to the state championship, they're going to have to end up beating the two region foes that beat them in the regular season. This is going to be a big one in uh, Moore, South Carolina this Friday night as Gaffney travels to Dorman. Mark, that was a big one. In the 4A category, we've been talking about Wren a lot lately. Of course, Thursday night, Ridgeview and Daniel squared up. Ridgeview pulls that one out over Daniel and knocks the Lions off 35-28. to Wren and Greenville tangled on Friday night, and Wren pulls this defensive battle off against the Red Raiders as they win 17-7. Just a week before, we talked about quarterback Joe Owens 395 passing yards, but it wasn't the same this past week. In fact, probably the biggest highlight for the Hurricanes, Mark, was junior linebacker Reed Morrissey, two big interceptions, one of them for a pick six. That put Wren up by 10, and that would be the difference at the end of the ball game as the Canes finish off Greenville 17-7. That was your 4A category, and we've still got a big team remaining from the upstate in the 3A category. Chapman continues to roll. Let's look at their playoffs so far. They knock off Liberty 54-7. They knock off Newberry 52-14. And it wouldn't be any different last Friday night as they knock out Woodruff 49 to nothing. Coach Ashley Harris has his team in at 13-0. But they will face a Midlands battle this week against Camden as Camden travels up to face Chapman, this will be a big one in the 3A category. And, Mark, not good news in 2A. I know for the Sabres, uh, you were pulling hard for your daughter's school there. But Saluda, the three seed, comes up to Southside Christian and knocks off the Sabres 56-42, to setting up the quintessential battle against Abbeville. Abbeville had their hands full last week as well. As they faced Gray Collegiate, they played that one in neutral territory at Newberry College. Abbeville holds off Gray Collegiate 38-35, to maybe their closest battle they faced in several years. 
Mark, I want to just take a second and let's look at this Abbeville salute of history. In the last eight games, Abbeville against Saluda, four of those regular season, four of those playoffs. Abbeville has outscored Saluda 251 to 116. You have to go all the way back to October 18th of 2013 is the last time the Tigers beat the Panthers. That one was at Saluda as Saluda knocked them off 10 to 7. That was a regular season battle. There were a couple of those years in there that Abbeville and Saluda were not in the same region, but they are this year. Their last battle during this past regular season, Abbeville beat Saluda 48 to 20. So the Tigers are going to have their hands full trying to come back from eight straight losses to Abbeville. That'll determine who goes into the 2A state championship. Mark, some awesome action last Friday night, and it'll be no different this Friday night as we have five big upper state championships coming up. Yeah, Mike, and again, it's uh, at Mike V from SC. If you want to keep up on all things high school football, give him a follow on Twitter. He's uh, fantastic on the radio with me, of course, uh, every Tuesday night, but he keeps you up to date during the week uh, as well, and I'm super pumped about these ball games this weekend. Some great teams representing our upstate here. Hopefully we can get some uh, local up- upper state champs uh, to head down to Columbia in a couple of weeks, and I know you'll be down there for the state championship games as well. So uh, I'm excited about that, Mike. Looking forward to covering those for you, Mark. And just a quick note, we talked about the average uh, loss last week was by 29 points. That tightened up this week. The average win was by 19, so a 10-point change there. But looking forward to the upper state finals and then the finals in Columbia. We'll bring you all the action right here on the Mark Childress Show. Thank you very much, Mr. Mike Vaughn, at Mike V from SC on Twitter, his high school football report. We also fondly call it the Hitch and Pitch uh, every week. So, hey, uh, one more sponsor here of the Mark Childress Show. Rivers Whitmire, a realtor with J.W. Martin Real Estate, focuses on Lake Hartwell and Lake Kiowee. But if you own a home in the upstate or looking for a home, have questions about the market, when should I list, when should I buy, you want to reach out to Rivers Whitmire. Call him at 864-752-5545 or follow him on Twitter at Rivers Whitmire dash realtor. And uh, Rivers closed on just on two houses just last week. So if you need some help in the upstate, please reach out to Rivers Whitmire. Hey, great first hour. Phone lines are going to continue to be open in hour number two. What do you think of the college football playoff rankings? Did they get it right this week? So far, the callers have not agreed that the top six are the the correct uh, order. So we'll see what happens going forward. This is the Mark Childress Show. from the priority.